When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. I'll be playing my uh, 10th game tonight and, um, you know, just keep getting better every day. That's the goal. And um, my main focus is is on tonight and, uh, you know, how... uh, I can play my best game to help this team uh, try to win a hockey game. He kept himself in that position from day one. He was consistent and consistently effective from day one. So in that respect, yes, very easy decision that you, you know that he's he's earned the right to, to to be here. And Zach will probably go through ups and downs, but he's shown the, the attributes that the downtimes can be shortened through his high compete through his intelligence and awareness, self-awareness, situational awareness, uh, we feel that, you know, even in times of the downs that every player in the NHL has, uh, he has components that can get himself back up quicker. Um, So in that respect, there's comfort in in, uh, him moving forward. Zach Benson and the Sabres taking on the Penguins. It's Black Friday. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And with Marty, I'm Brian. It is an early start tonight, so keep that in mind. 6 p.m. Although, at this point, won't most people have lost track of the hours anyway? Like They'll probably just go downtown early, continue pre-gaming or extended post-gaming, whatever you would call it from the end of yesterday into today. And uh, hopefully it makes for a raucous atmosphere tonight. I, um, I, I'm so conditioned to 7 p.m. games, like on weekdays, right, that I thought 7 p.m. tonight, like, okay, that's kind of organized. Now I'm like, oh, wait, it's 6 p.m. So, yes, good reminder, everybody, it's a 6 p.m. start. Obviously, Pittsburgh is in the house, and we talked about the buzz that brings Thanksgiving week and weekend to the arena. So I am really uh, looking forward to see how, uh, the fan base is and the energy early on because, uh, uh, listen, they the Sabres need a little boost right now. And if there's something we can do is just create that buzz early and hope they run with it because uh, Pittsburgh is a team where Sabres, uh, you know, the first game earlier this year did not go well for them. No, and we won't actually be a part of boosting anything later because we're not yeah, on. It so. stinks. <laughs> that does stink. So uh, I'm I mean, waving. I'm waving my white flag now. That, uh, that you know, don't look to me for inspiration at five thirty ahead of the six o'clock start because uh, that's not happening tonight. Of course, we're Dan doing it Razor, right now. We're doing uh, it right now. Yeah. Early game can be heard on WGR Sports Radio five fifty, and it'll be seen on TNT. Um, so for Benson, it's nice to have that feeling. At least I'll speak selfishly for a minute. Uh, it's nice to feel like you're right once in a while. And, uh, and I'm glad I, I'm, this is, this is a player who has been helpful 
in getting Buffalo some points. The team has not picked up as many points as they would like to this point, but I sit here in a position and think it's a good thing Benson has been here or it might not have been as good. Uh, You're 100% right. I think Zach Benson has brought to the table exactly what everybody should bring to the table. Energy, uh, tenacity, production to a certain level. And obviously with Zach Benson, he's 18 years old. What do you expect? He's not going to score 10 goals in his first, you know, 10 games, but he did score last game. It was a beautiful goal. Obviously, it was a spectacular moment. But more than that, it's everything that he brings to the ice. And and you're getting it from, you know, certain players. You're getting it from, you know, a group that is trying to get done. But there, I don't think there's enough up front. Um, and especially when you look at the depth that's mm-hmm. providing that same tenacity, that same energy, that same production um, that Zach Benson is bringing. And you're right. We've talked about it since the start of training camp and, and development camp and rookie camp. Ten games is a number. Yes, it makes it that the first year of his contract kicks in regardless. So that burns the first year. But with Zach Benson, it's evaluating where he's at every game, every week, at game 10, game 25, game 35, whatever. And when the moment is he makes our team better, you keep running with it. And when the moment is, okay, we have other players on the team that makes our team better, Mm-hmm. Then you evaluate it at that moment. But I don't see that happening in the near future because he's clearly in the top six and clearly a player that Don Granado, Kevin Adams, and the Sabres need in the lineup to, to be able to get some team points. And neither of us can read the distant future. So if at game 43, he's not playing as well as he and or the team most specifically would like, then he goes back to junior. It is what it is. There's no guarantee he's playing in every game the rest of the way, nor is he staying here the rest of the way. The reality yep, is yep. There, there are options, but the beauty in Benson so far is he has just kept, he has kept knocking off milestones along the way. And I, I'm just so fully on board with where he's at and where the team is at with him that let's see, let's see how it goes. And you're absolutely right, Duffer. Like, he's not here for the rest of the year. He's here for game 10, and and we'll see for the, you know, a month, two months, whatnot. The only difference between Zach Benson and, let's see, Ryan Johnson or, mm-hmm. you know, anybody else, right? Or it was with, like, Lucas Rusek is that if and when you make the decision to say uh, Zach Benson is going back to Anachi in the WHL, he cannot come back to Buffalo until his season in the WHL is over. When you return a junior players to their junior team, that is for his season. So if tomorrow you decided Ryan Johnson goes back to Rochester, he can come back three days later. You can go back and forth between the American League and the NHL, um, but with juniors, it's different. That's the only difference in Zach Benson's case here. But even at this moment, like the thought of, Oh, Zach Benson will probably go back to juniors at some point. Mm-hmm. You you can't think that way because he is making the team better right now. And as we are here on November 24th, he's on the team. That's as simple as that. And he's he's one of the top forwards on this on this team right now. Is there any truth to the rumor that Freddie Lecue blocked his reassignment <laughs> to junior at this time? <laughs> 
Well, Freddie Lecure has been doing a lot of uh, impacting Zach Benson's life. And one of our smart uh, followers on social media uh, said this morning, and we knew that because we talked about it last game, is that Freddie Lecure, the referee, was the one that gave Zach Benson the only penalty at the end of the Winnipeg game that put the Sabres down. But in Washington, he stepped in front of our great videographer, Sam Karokin, that he had the perfect shot of the of the goal, of the spectacular goal. And just as Zach Benson brings it between his legs to go over the blocker of Darcy Kemper, from the left of your screen, you see <laughs> Freddie Lecouillet come in and completely block the shot, the money shot. Like, it just... So, yes, we can say that Freddie Lecouillet, at first in Winnipeg, decided to pick on Zach Benson. Two, he blocked the view of of the goal and three probably blocked his uh you know his way back to juniors which is a favor so maybe the tide is trending but i'll tell you marty i haven't seen a block like that since the georgia bus georgia stadium implosion in the last decade and honestly this was the first thing that came to our minds when poor yes. Sam informed us of the block and we didn't get to see Benson's role. When the Georgia Dome went down, the MARTA bus, the city bus, got in front of the camera shot for the weather network and the implosion was basically a figment of everyone's imagination because the bus And what do you driving. remember? <laughs> what do you remember from that? As the videographer, like the voiceover, get out of the way, bus. Oh yeah, that was the control. What I don't understand was that was the control room audio that was being recorded, and so I don't know why you know there was a copy of that. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Oh my gosh, it was so funny. And all I could think of Sam in the corner in Washington as the play happens, and he's thinking, "Did I get it? Did I get it?" And then he reviews it, and now he gets it. Dude, get out of the way, ref! What are you doing? Like, and that's such a common thing that happens in on the ice, right? Like the get out of the way. Like the refs are always in the way. The linesmen are in the way. They do their job. That's not, it's part of the game. But how many times during a game do you hear, get out of the way? Like, you know, when you're trying to make a pass, trying to make a play. And now Sam's in the corner looking at the footage of the goal that he thinks he just shot and it's going to be great. And then all of a sudden he sees 17, the referee slide right into the shot to block the wonderful between the leg goal. And with some gentle nudging from <clears throat> two people I'm looking at on this screen, uh, producer Jeff and uh, you, Mr. Biron, and I'm guessing even more of our talented crew, uh, this sequence <laughs> of worldly events, the Georgia Dome implosion, the <laughs> Lecue blocking uh, the goal for Benson, has led to <laughs> many other incidents globally <laughs> where Freddie has found himself in a tough spot. We have got such a great following on social media, and these uh, Photoshop pictures were awesome. Uh, it started with the, the Georgia Dome, right, with Freddie Lecrae in the way, and then it led to the Jason Pominville goal. What if Freddie Lecrae blocked it, the miracle on ice? I decided to play along with the hurdle goal, and I said, hey, if you can't see it, did it really happen? But then we got some really funny one, like the Michael Jordan shot, right? That, you know, obviously clinched a championship. Uh, we got the birth of Jesus. Like Freddie <laughs> Lecrier is actually blocking the view of, you know, he in the manger, 
So you're like, what? Like, what's happening here? So, um, yeah, there's been some really good. Just go on our Sabers Live uh, Twitter account and and get a good look of it. Yeah, your save on Delmore. My save on Delmore. I, I mean, I and I I quoted it using the RJ soundbite, basically saying, "And Biron robs uh, robs Delmore blind, or did he?" Question mark. Like because you can't see it because Freddie Lecrae is in the way. <laughs> Thanks to Derek, he sent along uh, that uh, Freddie was at uh, the town ballroom the other night. Got in the way of my perfect shot of Gavin Rossdale. <laughs> You know, so uh, <laughs> all, all playing machine, of, machine head. That machine was the machine head, head moment, yeah, so, and so he here, got in okay. the way. What a what a what a perfect segue this, this is. We we were talking all day on Wednesday about Bush, their legacy. Like even as kids going to hockey games, like it was it was arena rock. It was in the room, yeah. and you know, so we toyed with it in the pregame and postgame and stuff. And the Sabres got the machine head start that they were wanting. Like the start of machine head is one yeah. of the most gripping things musically for anybody that loves that type of rock, right? You know it, you hear it, you feel it. The Sabres got the two nothing lead the other night against the Capitals. But in the end, my takeaway from that night is the tone with which Dylan Cousins was speaking. Like it had a heartbreaking feel to it, you know, like they, he felt so upset that they not only squandered the 2-0 lead, but squandered the late lead and then, you know, didn't finish it off in overtime. So I I, I feel for him. Like, I, I feel like Dylan has yeah. obviously got, gone through a lot. I guess he's no cage today. He's back to normal visor. Um, he's not bubble boy anymore. Yeah, it's, it's tough, though, right? When you can truly feel the challenge of what has been well, uh, well an on ice eight game stretch, but uh, you know, off ice, I just think because of the injury and everything, it's, it's been even more than that. Yeah. He, he feels like he hasn't been able to be himself. And what I got out of the sound is there was some disappointment from his play in overtime when he shot the puck and missed the net. So he's like, Hey, I know the clock. We talk about clock awareness all the time. Know the clock, know how much time. And he's thinking, I got to make a play at the net. And he took the shot. He missed the net. He wanted to be aggressive. He wanted to play on his toes. Uh, for me, it was the decision to go and pursue the rebound in the corner when there was already a player below the goal line. And that opened up the two-on-one, go the other way from Strom to score in Washington in OT with just a few seconds left. And I could see the sense in his in his, in his his voice that it's, Look, I tried to make a good play. I was trying to be aggressive. I was trying to take advantage of a situation. And then we get scored. So, yes, there's disappointment because ultimately he wants to be a leader on the team. He wants to be one of the players you can rely upon and go to. He's in a really interesting spot right now. He's playing between Jeff Skinner and Alex Tuck. He's filling in for Tage Thompson. He wants to put it all together. And he hasn't been able to. And I think the injury and the the bubble that he was wearing is a big part of that. Uh, you know, it, it looks like he he's always looking for a play. He's not seeing the play right away. He's looking for that play after the fact. So for me, that's uh, that's been a big part of it. Hopefully we can start to see signs of him being himself again, getting rid of the bubble and just have the regular visor.
Well, he did score last game, of course, on the power play. So that's a step in the right yes. direction. Now, you can check the Sabres fan off of your holiday shopping list today if you get in on the Black Friday ticket offer. $20 tickets are available for select games in December and January. And this offer, which is ongoing right now, you can scan the QR code on the screen here on MSG. Uh, it is valid through Monday at midnight. So purchase yours today at sabers.com slash Black Friday. So this is that's a nice little bonus to the day. And hopefully you're heading down to the rink tonight and uh, we'll catch the team taking on the Penguins. Marty, this is what that they are up against tonight. Like the Sabres have two wins in the last seven. They have points yeah. in two straight, but they have two wins in the last seven. The Penguins started the year three and six. Then they went six and three. But within that six and three, they've lost three of the last four games and they've only scored seven goals. And their power yeah. play is pretty much identical to Buffalo's. So what are we likely to see here, given that we did see them recently and Buffalo didn't have its best night in the Berg? No, it was a weird night in Pittsburgh. It was really, as we mentioned, maybe a one nothing game like Ukopekalukunen, who is most likely to start tonight. Yep. Um, you know, so we'll get another chance at Pittsburgh. He gave up a bad goal. It was a 2 nothing goal that really kind of put the Sabres way behind uh, because it wasn't a lot of offense. Um, I think if I was me and I'm an observer and I'm looking at it, I'm like, Pittsburgh comes off a one nothing loss. Buffalo needs to create more offense. I think both teams are going to take chances early. This is maybe counterintuitive because usually when teams are struggling, you say, don't take chances, stick to the system that's played well defensively, and then the offense is going to come. But I'm not looking at that right now. I'm looking at who's going to be able to, to take a few chances and make them count early in the game so that it's a big, big difference when you look at, uh, you know, the, the last game and this game. And, you know, there's so many teams in the same spots right now you're within three points of a playoff spot you're within a couple of wins of saying hey you're getting yourself in the top eight there's a lot of teams in that position so right. for me that's where the most important thing is is really taking the steps forward right they'll be up against uh, Alex Ndalkovich in goal who's coming off a shutout of his own two games ago for the Pens and that was on the heels yeah. of scoring uh just a perfect shot goal into the empty net uh while yes. down in uh, Wilkesbury so uh he's on a personal high right now but I can't I can't mention the AHL without mentioning what the Amherst are doing and they are hosting Laval again tonight and Marty you know like there needs to be some sort of caption for the Amherst like what they are I, 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 they score the most in the AHL and they give up right now, the second most, the only team that gives up yeah. more is Laval. So, and we saw it on Wednesday. It was four, three, it was back and forth. And uh, the Amherst won in overtime. We have seen some outrageous games already previously played in Laval between these two. Um, I don't know if you want to call them the greatest show on earth, but uh, they are highly entertaining, these Amherst. And uh, I would encourage you to get to Blue Cross Arena, especially, you know, you got Brett Murray coming back in tonight. The team is uh, is a lot healthier than they were just 10 days ago. And boy, was it fun to see them rally from 2-0 down and ultimately get the winner from 
Mr. Overtime himself, Yuri Kulik, who has three such game deciders already this season. Three overtime goals already this season. That's amazing. I don't follow along with the uh, AHL betting lines, but usually like an over-under is set at six and a half in the NHL. Sometimes it'll go to six, sometimes it'll go to seven. I think the Rochester Americans betting line is set at like eight and a half for the over under most nights right now, because that's basically what the games are like. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact that Yuri Kulik is, uh, you know, a, a, a big part of their offense and the way that he scores goals uh, for me, beating goalies clean again, like we saw that last year in the playoffs. We saw that last season. We're seeing it now. He's 30 feet away and he takes a wrist shot and he's able to beat goalies. Uh, we've obviously talked about, um, I'm getting calls. You, you know what? Let's take a timeout. I got to tell you, Duffer, where I am right now and what is happening around me. It's remember. I have to tell you. Half of what we do here, because we're on radio, is theater of the mind, Marty. So you don't don't have to share all your I got to put a picture in your mind. Okay. (laughs) So I'm in Oshawa, right, in Ontario. Well, that's your first mistake. Well, yeah. Okay. So that's the general city. Um, okay. Because I'm driving from I, Ottawa I say to that Toronto. in jest because that my birth certificate says that's where I was born. So okay, so well, where did Duffer uh, see the first light of day? Probably somewhere around here. So I pulled over the side of the road in this little cul-de-sac, little turnaround area, and there was a pickup truck with a plow in front of it, but it's like down on the ground. The pickup truck has got a broken leg, and it's got like a bad front wheel, and it's down on the ground. So I'm like, this is a great area. It's not going to be busy. There's a broken truck here. I'm going to pull in. Within the last 10 minutes, there's four trucks around me. They're coming over to fix the plow. They got the jack going on. They're lifting the truck. They're taking the, like, I'm like looking around. I'm like, look, I'm just here doing my job, people. You're wearing but funny a enough, shirt and tie, I, a parka, and have a Sabres jersey hanging in your Jersey hanging window. off the side of my window. But I also have... The hookup oh. for the plow in front of my truck. So maybe right. they think I'm now Plowmaster 43 is here for the rescue. Maybe they oh think I'm gosh. coming to help them, but oh I'm not gosh. lending a hand. I'm standing in my truck and they're all looking at me like, who is this dude? Oh. Like in Oshawa with New York State license plate on the truck and a plow in the front doing over here. So yeah, during the commercial break, I'm going to have to go over and just say, hello, people. <laughs> then you're going to be signing autographs for the entire duration of the commercial break. So just know that when you come back, hey, they from got the that... plow off. They got the plow off. They actually got the plow off the truck, which is a are, good thing. Are they transferring the plow to your vehicle? Does it appear like that might be happening? No. Okay. Yeah. See, they want me to back up a little bit. See, they're like, no, it is a uh, a different brand. This is a boss plow. That uh, would not fit off the front of my truck, but they do have another pickup truck that's coming Uh in that's going to take my spot, Uh who they will attach the plow to, I assume. So, yes, this is uh, this is what's happening. Well, you can live drive here during the show here. I don't mind if you back up a little bit. No, I did back up a little bit. So I'm all good. That's it. You're good. But there's a golf course behind me and I could drive right on to the 18 green, too, as well. So who knows what's going to happen? What Maybe I'll get you, hit with a golf ball. What road are you on <laughs> that you're near a golf course? I got off the 401 at one of the Oshawa exit and Simcoe? found this little. I have no idea if mm. uh, I, I'll have to check, but They'll yeah, have to so fill, us, fill in the blank a little later on on that one. But do you uh, know what? I'm looking at the plow being exchanged right now, 
and there's a guy in an orange jacket that's blocking the way. So Freddie Lecuyer is in Oshawa right now, blocking the way for me to be able to see the exchange of the plow. Oh, that's okay. So we need to work on that. Um, so how do the Sabres go about creating okay. something tonight against Pittsburgh? Um, obviously, like I said, Nadalkovic has been going uh, well, personally, and um, the Sabres did not score last game against Pittsburgh yeah. and Tristan Jari, and there is a possibility that the Sabres may go 11-7, and seven, although the coach would prefer to go 12 and six tonight. He happened to mention though, that one of the forwards is not necessarily a hundred percent. So therefore game yeah. time decision. How do you see all of this? If at all affecting how they have to play against Pittsburgh tonight. Well, so Don Granado did say he did not want to go 11 and seven, but they may have to go out of necessity. Yeah. Um, so that's, for me, it's a good sign. Like I, I think 11 and seven may work if you have, you know, like Tampa used 11 and seven often Toronto at times is like, okay, we're going offensively and we know our guys, we know the ones we want to use and use often, and we're going to keep scoring goals right now. The Sabres don't have that. They don't have that identity that they are scoring goals and going to 11 and seven. I feel just, kind of messes with your your rhythm, your routine, like who's playing with whom. Like last game, we saw them rotating the right wingers. So they're going to try to go 12 and six, which is more of a traditional lineup. And it helps you go with your four lines. And if you have to, maybe you shorten your bench, you go to three lines, but it, it's just a lot easier to manage that way. Uh, but again, I go back to taking chances early. You got, they had the two nothing lead in Washington. And I felt like the first two periods, they played well. They had over 50 shot attempts in the first two periods. The third period, that didn't go well. It, it was a low shot attempts for both teams. And Washington got the late goal to tie it up. Um, get the same blueprint. You know, take some chances early. Think offense. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, get your defense to join the rush. Rasmus Dahlin has been up on the uh, on the play. Get more of that happening, uh, and 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 hopefully it works. Like I hate as a goaltender to say we got to take chances. Lukanen's been playing well. Mm -hmm. Like he's gonna make a few saves, and you're gonna need a few saves. But take some chances now because if you look back in two three weeks from now, and we're around Christmas. And you're like, oh man, like we're still middling a game below 500. And no, you got to be able to win three out of four, four out of five now to set yourself up. All right, tit to time out, and uh, obviously have our Friday staple, Shana Goldman from the Athletic, as we continue on Sabres Live on WGR Sports Radio 550 and MSG. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Of Sabres Live, presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Do we start with the big news first, or do we save it till the end of the segment? Marty, what do you think we should do here with Shayna Goldman joining us in her regular time slot on Sabres Live? Big news. It's like buying a 50-50 ticket, because if we don't do it now, we may forget later. So big (laughs) news right now. (laughs) Well, what time's our pregame tomorrow? Tomorrow is going to be 6.30, I believe. Uh-huh. So what time is Shana Goldman going to be making her <laughs> pregame debut on our pregame coverage on MSG? I think we should do 6.30 to 7 with Shana, but that, <laughs> I know that's not going to happen, but we should do the whole pregame with Shana tomorrow. <laughs> We're excited, Shana. This is a nice big development for us, so thank you for being able to, uh, to accommodate that, and uh, are you excited for tomorrow as well? No, not at all. Of course, I'm pumped. (laughs) (laughs) We get to talk about the savers. We get to talk about in the pregame and extend our weekly chats that we all love so much. Like this rules. I'm I'm excited to join you. Good, and and it's you know what we look for, especially in this window right now. But moving forward, it's just uh, kind of assessing matchups moving forward. The sabers on the road and and you know what they're up against along the way so we'll dive deeper into that tomorrow we're so thrilled that you'll be able to join us for that and obviously your writings lately on the athletic have been you know more uh, very much observing kind of who's hot who's not and that can apply to teams and individuals um if there was a concernometer for our show who are you more concerned about marty or me <laughs> right now i think i have to be about marty i mean you're in the cold you might be freezing 
Yeah, you know what? I'm no concern about me. Concern about the pickup truck that just lost its plow and is missing a wheel right next to me as I was <laughs> documenting five people trying to work on that truck. But yeah, I'm a side of the road. Uh, I appreciate your concern, meaning that you care for my well-being. Uh, but um, I guess we'll take it back to hockey. Who are you most concerned about right now? And I don't want you to say the Sabres because we all have some concerns about the Sabres. But uh, who else are you more concerned about in the National Hockey League? It's actually the team that wasn't even on the concernometer because I felt like there was so much ink spilled on them, including by me, that I figured, let's table this for a minute and see the new coaching impact. But we need to talk about the Edmonton Oilers because, yeah. my <laughs> God, they are a mess. And you watched that game against the Canes. And yes, the goaltending was bad. Stuart Skinner in that first period allowed, I think it was like 2.4 goals above expected. It wasn't good. But that defense was atrocious. And this is kind of your risk of changing systems, right? Because you have a team that was built a certain way to play, you know, man on man. And they changed to zone defense, which is not reinventing the wheel, right? A ton of teams around the league play that. And with the right coaching staff, you can implement it and teach the players how they need to adjust what they're acclimated to playing. And it feels like, one, they didn't change anybody. Thank you, management. Two, the players were are so unsure of themselves on how to play this system that, yes, you're changing coaches, but midseason you shouldn't expect a radical change in strategy suddenly, but ideally a new voice that's going to explain how to play the system differently. There's a difference between saying we're playing the system and actually teaching it, and that's not happening yet. And it's going to be a process, but, oh, my God, are they starting from the bottom because those players look completely lost out there. Evan Bouchard, especially. Uh, Cody Cece, I have no idea what he was doing. Darnell Nurse had mistakes. It is a team-wide issue. Are they going to find a way and or a person who can make some saves for them? That's the big question, right? We're all waiting to see who invests in goaltending, who moves a goaltender. And, like, yes. I think it'd be exciting if we saw Linus Allmark on the move, but realistically, we know that's not going to happen right now, but it's the Alex Lyons of the world or the James Reimers. Will one of them be on the move? Will Dan Vladar be on the move? Because you have Wolf and Markstrom you can lean on in Calgary. Where does Calgary totally blow it up? There's options out there. They're not great. And when you're Edmonton, you don't have a ton of money. You yeah. know, you're, it, the pickings are a little slimmer. A team like New Jersey, I think, has a lot more flexibility to go <laughs> for a goaltender if they choose to do so. But uh, I think you have to do something. And who knows? Maybe they'll try Jack Campbell again. What do you have to lose? That money is something you're not getting out of it. But it, it feels like a lose-lose situation. So it puts all the more pressure on the offense to play to their strengths and the defense to clean up whatever they are doing out there. Shana, this or that, what was worse? And I know the first period and the game result was terrible. But the warm-up where Darnell Nurse took a puck to the face and then Stuart Skinner went to stop at the red line and slid all the way into the other team's zone, like almost to the far blue line, and then got his way back, or the game. Like, it looked like a comedy of errors in that warm-up, and obviously they got blown out in the game. Yeah, I feel like it was just bad vibes from the start. I wonder if one connected to the other. But then again... We haven't seen them have that bad of a warm-up, and they've had that bad of games. So I guess they're not correlated. They're just bad. Like, we can find any excuse to nitpick it, but I think we have to come down to the same point. Like, this team needs help. Wow. I could watch that video on loop. I really could. I'm, I, <laughs> it was something else. Can you imagine if he'd have taken down Piotr Kachetkov oh as he slid across God. the red line? Oh, oh, oh boy. Yeah. That would have been even tougher because, right, Ronta started that game, and Ronta left after the first period, and then Kachetkov yes. took over. Like. Then the Canes would have been, and that's another team, right? That is another team that has the now total opposite of Edmonton, the yeah. best, you know, 
defensive structure that we know of from year to year, the strongest systems. And as it stands right now, they're what top five in expected goals against still as we expect them to be. And the goaltenders are struggling. So that's another team to throw on the goalie market. I did see a rumbling about Peter Morazic today as a potential for Edmonton. So, you know, it makes sense. I mean, Peter's been playing a lot the last couple of years. I know the the contract is a little probably too steep. Um, so, yeah, I, I have to say, though, Marty, and I meant to ask you about this one before, like I, the Oilers have been struggling for a while now. So they, you know, we've, we've probably heard just about every possible goaltender in connection with them. But I had to assume that you might have rolled your eyes when the Mackenzie Blackwood's name came up, because I, I don't know if you would see him as the answer there. I mean, well, he's not the answer long term, but he may be better. And I think he's better than what they have right now. And Mackenzie yeah. Blackwood has shown behind a bad team that he can make saves uh, when healthy, that's my concern. He though. Good. So that's the biggest thing. Yeah, he brings bad vibes though. But then again, that would fit with Edmonton, right? Like that's their mo. Just just wrangle all the bad vibes together and see what will make Connor McDavid finally explode because it feels like that's where they're heading. Well, uh, well, is Mike Smith available? That's number one. Let's go back or maybe bring uh, you know somebody from uh, Europe and uh, you know as they did a couple of times. But um, I mean, at one point here, and I know people on social media are all coming up with their Connor McDavid or Leon Drysidel trade idea, but. Are we like even getting close to something like this? Because that would be the maybe the one direction that the orders would need to go at some point. I feel like having Jeff Jackson in the organization might be what stops McDavid from requesting a trade. Because if anybody's going to look out for his best interest, we know it's Jackson. Even if he doesn't talk to Connor about it, it's here's Connor Brown. Here is Chris Knobloch. Here is everybody that will make you happy. I think he will pull out all the stops. I would bet everything and i i felt this way before the season that dry saddle is the player to ask out first and i would love to see that chaos and he has another contract coming up too so it makes it all the more interesting if he doesn't want to stick around there's even more pressure to do something because i mean look you move a player like dry saddle you're losing the trade every single day of the week but if yeah. you're going to try to kickstart something quickly you need to do something like that significant to bring back that many pieces and he would be the one to do it but i mean I think they need to be a little bit worse. I think we need a little more chaos. What does a dry sidle trade look like? You know what? It's hard because in this league, we value stars. We value stars more than actual general managers do. We talk about how Correct. much money stars should make. We talk about what <laughs> stars should be worth via trade. We talk about maximizing them in the lineup. And NHL teams just are not in sync with us at all. Um but in that kind of deal, like I would expect numerous first round picks, numerous top prospects, or if you're Edmonton, do you even go for that? And, you know, it, I think if you could get a bunch of first round picks, you can use them, you know, to fulfill your needs elsewhere versus yeah. just getting numerous <clears throat> players back. I don't think they would get any package of players back that would look good for them. Like this is this is a lose lose kind of deal. So the way I look at it is go back to Eric Lindros trade from the Nordiques to the Flyers and punch in players that would fit like that jump started the Nordiques to win their cup with Colorado later. Right. As they move uh, with Forsberg and then they brought in Extal and they had Duchesne. They had they had uh, uh, I don't remember who else, but there was there was a, a massive overhaul. Um, so I think it's almost like the blueprint is there, but nobody's going to give up that much in today's day and age. I feel like GMs don't want to do that. Look at Mark Stone. He brought back 
like nothing, not even a first round pick. And yes, he was a pending free agent, but there was a contract in place to be signed two mm. seconds later. Like players don't go for a ton. It, it just doesn't happen. And there's Everyone's a no so brought cautious. back a lot. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and look how that one's worked out. It's good. Exactly. The lightning are in a good spot. Leave them alone. And they're getting Vasilevsky back tonight. So uh, I suspect that Tampa is going in the right direction. Um, what are the odds or the chances, oh Marty, that Frank <laughs> yes. Vetrano wins the Rocket Richard? <laughs> Shana, you can answer this. <laughs> um, you know, I'll go a nice 6%. Oh, that's, I'm that's give him nice. 6%. I, I would like to give him 6%. He has been a breath of fresh air. I like Frank Petrano. He has gotten moved from team to team because they have too much forward depth that it's not worth playing him on your third or fourth line. That's what happened in Boston. That's what happened in Florida. Mm-hmm. With the Rangers, he had a real top line role. You know, they needed yeah. he it, it, the problem there was they were using him at Kreider and Zibanejad, which meant going up against top competition, which he's just not built for, you know, to go up against top forwards specifically. But in Anaheim, as a secondary scorer on that, he's more than a secondary scorer. But in that role, in that capacity, it's a perfect place for him. And you see, I feel like Mason Tavish's development is going to be so good from this because he's in such an important role now. There's so much emphasis on that line. And he's mm-hmm. part of something every night. Like, that's the thing, right? It's about turning it around, not just being bad. It's about having meaningful games and being in it for most of it. And they're doing that. And a lot of it's because of Frank Petrano. I mean, that's one of the best surprises of the season. One shy of the okay. scoring lead right now in the NHL. Yeah, I know. He's been hot. And uh, I, I saw a funny quote. He actually got robbed by Samuel Montembeau the other day just to score later. And these two knew each other from their time down uh in florida i believe but uh, anyway so it was kind of interesting he says he's a great goal scorer and he's always been so a lot of people are surprised but some are not so surprised so we talk about the teams that are you know on shaky grounds but the hype you talked also about the hypometer um is are you are you putting quinn Hughes on your hype meter right <laughs> now because of what he's doing that game McCar used the other night like that was pretty hyped up Oh, yeah. And for all the right reasons, like these are the matchups I feel like we crave and we're not getting enough of like the Battle of Alberta was kind of our moment. Everyone was so excited about it. Now we're not getting it because both teams are struggling. So to have the Canucks abs be such a a marquee matchup, I think is super exciting. But yeah, Quinn Hughes has been excellent. He finally has a capable partner. He's looking way better in his minutes when he goes up against top competition that they're breaking even below the score sheet. Yes, there's a lot of luck. Yes, there's incredible um goaltending to help but mm-hmm. he's shooting the puck more and that helps but I love this head-to-head against McCarr right now because McCarr I feel like we're are are we getting Kale McCarr fatigue already because I don't think his incredible yeah. season is being talked up enough I exactly. thought last year he was the best defenseman in the league period the end he missed 20 games and that hurt his Norris case and this year he's even better and yes he has a huge swing of quality of teammates that few players can boast especially on his defense partner you know on his pairing alone but he has just been absolutely positively fantastic. And then you go to that next year and you still have the Eric Carlson's of the world and the Charlie McAvoy's of the world and the Mario Haskinen's. Like it makes for a fun race for, I think the award that sparks the most interesting conversation each year. Yeah. I, I don't know how you could argue that anymore because there are simply so many defensemen that, that, that capture your attention. And look, I mean, I know he's now started from the back of the grid basically but you know the way Rasmus Dahlin has shown here in the last week plus it might not be long before we're talking about Dahlin in the same way we were talking about him for 
at least four months last year before it started to finally, you know, kind of calm down, uh, you know, late January uh, from that point on. I mean, you must see that too right now in, in Darlene and how, how it would be frightening to think of the Sabres without Darlene at the moment. Yeah. Right. And you see how the team's tightening up defensively, and that's really important for them. That was one of the biggest tasks. And now it's figuring out how not to let the defense weigh the offense down, which is a challenge every team would face in this position. You look at a team like, say, the New York Islanders when Barry Trotz came in, they had all the defense in the world. And at a certain point, it hurts your offense and you have to figure out a way to balance it out and keep making adjustments. As the offense gets better in Buffalo, and that's going to help when Quinn returns and eventually, you know, our friend Tajay Thompson returns then it will kick everything up a notch. And that's going to help Darlene even more. I could see him being in that top 10 part of the race. The problem for him is that the top three, top two are on such a high level and have so much hype around him. And this is an award that if you have hype and if you have momentum, you're probably winning it. Um, that's going to be the difference, I think, here. But it would be nice to see him join into the race. And if he can do it in the second half instead of the first half, I think that's even more meaningful. Absolutely. Um, one of the big talk here in Buffalo today is obviously Zach Benson playing in his 10th game. Duffer and I are like, it doesn't mean anything. It's game number 10. But the goal he scored in Washington on Wednesday night was spectacular. Um, does he have a, a, a very good impact? Like we look at him and we look at the numbers and how he plays and we think he has a very good impact with the Sabres and trying to create. But when you look at it from the outside, where do you see Zach Benson's impact with the Sabres? So I think his first two games of the season were really good. That game against the Islanders, um, his second of the season was excellent. I think it's his best game score of the season. When he came back into the lineup, these last three games playing with Casey Middlesat and JJ Paterka, who has been this quiet spark for the Sabres, I would, I would say, yes. because we're so focused on the top line, rightfully so. That line has been excellent. It's been about 25 minutes of ice time, which is going to magnify every single result and blow it out of proportion. They're controlling 70% of the expected goal share. Their actual goals numbers are very good. The on-ice shooting percentage is almost 34%. It's not going to last, but they're doing everything right below the surface that if they can build on that, that is one, that is a really solid second line that they can form. And it has a little bit of everything on it. So, you know, it's a strength to have. And then if they're playing this well when Quinn returns, it's just going to spark bigger questions. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com/network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. And that that's the problem you want to have. How do you fit someone in because these lines are playing so well? Like that is the best problem. More along those lines tomorrow night when you join us for pregame yes. coverage. Sabers and Devils. We're on the air at six thirty. Can't wait to see you then, Shana. Can't wait. Thank you. All right, we're back after this to wrap Sabers live in a moment. Stay with us. Live, presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. The beauty of our show is it never has and never will get in the way of online shopping. You can do two things at once, so I hope you've been doing that and indulging in Black Friday so far. And we want you to get your Black Friday Sabres ticket offer. $20 tickets are available for select games in December and January. And this offer right now, including the QR code on your screen here on MSG, it's valid through Monday at midnight. So you can purchase yours today at sabers.com slash Black Friday. Yes, Marty. We're in Black the Friday today. Yes. Black Friday is today. Shop small Saturday tomorrow, Cyber Monday. That's a big weekend. Giving but yes, Tuesday. remember to uh yeah, yeah, but remember to support local businesses tomorrow. You know, all your local shops around, you know, western New York, Buffalo, whatnot. They uh this starts the, the biggest probably season for their, uh, you know, their year. Correct. And how big is tonight for Buffalo and Pittsburgh? But the emphasis on uh, the former. Oh. It's the same thing. Uh, you look at the Sabres, uh, being able to get a win, to get to 500, to possibly put two together. Say you've got, you know, points in four in a row. Like tonight is a game that gets that started. And next week is next week. But you look at tonight and tomorrow, that's the chance you have in front of you to get moving the right direction. You thought you did it. Third period against Winnipeg. You win in Chicago despite not playing your best. And then you had the 3-2 lead until late in Washington. You got to be able to get those two wins here. Benson in the lineup, likely 12-6, and six, but possibly 11-7, and seven, depending on player availability up front. Lukanen in goal, the game on TNT and WGR Sports Radio 550. Enjoy it, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.